Let's call a spade a spade, male privilege and just how dangerous it is to us all. Published by Paula Kavanagh on September 28, 2019. Jude and I watched a documentary on Netflix called Hello Privilege, It's Me Chelsea, in which Chelsea Handler, an American comedian, explored what it means to be born with white privilege in America. While watching the programme, I couldn't help making comparisons of what I see as male privilege. During the programme, it became clear that Chelsea was fighting a losing battle when trying to ask white Americans about how they believed they may have benefited from being white. Time and time again, she got met with denial, ignorance and an unwillingness to even entertain there is such a thing as white privilege. Chelsea also spoke to Tim Wise, an activist and writer, who made the point that those that benefit the most from privilege don't have to think about it because they aren't the ones with the problems. He also made the point that the flip side of privilege is oppression. That is exactly what is wrong when trying to address the issues and problems born from male privilege. Women are fighting for equality day in, day out, but men consistently fail to listen or see that it is their very privilege that blocks them from understanding just how dangerous this male privilege is and how it has and continues to impact all of our lives. Male privilege is never more apparent than when looking at the sex industry. Earlier tonight, I read a most disturbing piece online by John Whitehead, a constitutional attorney. The title was The Essence of Evil, Sex with Children Has Become Big Business in America. It is a hard read, but in my opinion, a necessary one. It's a disturbing account of the extremely lucrative sex trafficking of kids. In the piece, it details the horrendous, disgusting and stomach-churning treatment of trafficked children and how the youngest kids are trained to have oral sex with men. They'd get you hungry to train you how to have oral sex. They'd put honey on the man. For the little kids, you had to learn not to gag. And then they would push things into you so you would open up better. Reading this alone was enough to make me feel enraged at the men who pay to rape these children. Without consumers, there would be no trafficking. And please don't make the mistake of thinking that this is an American problem. It's a global one, with Ireland being right in the mix. If a man, any man, hands over money to be given access to a child that he then feels entitled to go ahead and rape that child, make no mistake, this is not a business transaction. It is a rape of a child. Why are we not screaming from the rooftops for this to stop? For all those responsible, from the pimps to the entitled men who use these children as things, they can do whatever they wish to, be held accountable for their disgusting and depraved actions. Why do we as a society not view these men who use pimps to gain access to these children and young women in the same light as we do paedophiles or rapists? Is it because the men who use the pimps and call these numbers are not easily identified? Or is it that we don't want to accept that they have nothing that makes them stand out from any other man. They could be your father, brother, uncle, friend, son, colleague or neighbour. Now here's the thing. If I was describing a paedophile, that description above would be exactly the same. And yet, as a society, these men are not condemned. They do not, when caught, get put on a sex register. They're not seen by other men in and out of prison in the same light. Their actions are not seen as the actions of a depraved person. 
Just what mentality do you have to possess to allow you to pay to rape a child or a young woman? Why don't they see what they are doing as disgusting? And how in some cases do they even brag about using, quote, the service and share contact details? This is not any different than someone who rapes their own sister, mother, child or the child of your friend, partner or neighbour. Having sex paid for or not with anyone who clearly is not in a position to give consent is rape. However, women all getting on board is not ever going to make this stop. Men need to urgently understand and realise that as a member of society, they have a duty and a responsibility to make the world a safer place for everyone. No one is more important or should have more rights than another. It is this male privilege that allows the belief or mindset to see someone as less than and that allows those men to act with impunity when it comes to this crime. Any man that feels it's okay to pay for sex, to pay to watch children being raped on the internet, to engage in any form of sexual activity with anyone regardless of their age or gender for money, needs to see the reality of what's happening. It's time we stop allowing our children to be raped by men that feel because they pay, they are somehow not responsible to that individual. We need to start holding men to account. It's time that men see that visiting sex parlours that are filled with trafficked women and children is not funny. Although men might use the excuse to themselves that sex is just a physical act, I can assure you that that is not what the child standing in front of them is feeling. It's time we call a spade a spade. If you engage in paid sex with a child, you are a rapist. You've been listening to the Kavanagh Sisters blog posts. We hope that these blogs provide helpful information based on our personal views and experiences and encourage conversations about these topics that we cover. You can contact us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook or directly at the Kavanagh Sisters at gmail.com.